You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live, Geek Nerd Tech. Featuring a weekly roundup of tech news and gossip. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, Geek Nerd Tech. Happy pre-Valentine's Day to uh, everyone out there. Welcome to Geek Nerd Tech, the show uh, where we break down tech news and geek culture from a black and brown geek perspective. Is that the name of the show? That's the name of the show, man. All day, every day. G&T. Yes, G&T. Nerd culture tech news from a black and brown geek perspective. There you go. There you go. I'm Joe Braswell. Um, Back as always, I'm joined by my man Akili Shine. How are you, sir? I'm good, man. Um, Yeah. So it's, it's nice out here in California. Beautiful. Um, beautiful weather. It feels Santa great. Santa Ana's. Santa Ana's have blown all the smog away. Yeah. Like cl- clear skies. Yes. Yeah, very clear. Yeah, what about you, man? How's the week? Uh, the week was good. A little, 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 little busy, a little rough, but, um, it's most, mostly good. I'm, I'm trying to catch up on some sleep. Man, uh, you tell it, bro. But, uh, I did, I did go to the movies, which I'll talk about in a second. But Alexis, how are you? I am also very good. I'm glad that you guys are doing well. There it is. <laughs> Alexis <laughs> brought us some Valentine's Day donuts. Yeah. Which was very lovely. Thank you. And, uh, and you're, you're, you're in your, your Valentine's, uh, wait, was your, what, is your skirt red? It or is red. You okay. are correct. And I also, uh, you guys didn't get to see it, but the oh. camera will see it. Um, okay. Is that I got those, uh, p- pixelated, uh, Legend of Zelda hearts. Oh, boom. Bam. So, oh, there you are. Yeah. Geekage. There it yep. is. So, Turn it up. Wow. So that's, that's a full, <laughs> Um, We're all out this Geek year. Valentine. Yes. <laughs> but I, I appreciate it. Um, so welcome to the show. We have, we have a lot to talk about. We want to we um, kind of flip a little bit and go uh, some culture stuff first and then get back into the, the tech stuff. Flip because we, wanted, we do want to talk about the Grammys, both from a cultural perspective and also from a tech perspective. Uh, I did see Jupiter Ascending, so we want to talk about that. I know, I know yes. Alexis, you yes. saw it as well. I need to talk about so it. So we'll talk about that. And then um, in Kingsman Opens today, which uh, is getting good reviews. I, you know, I'm very excited about it now. Because I was like sure, worried, sure. and then the reviews are good, and I kind of know why now. So I'm going to talk about the touch of that too. But first, you, um, did, you didn't mention the one you stood in line for. Uh oh, 50, 50, 50, uh, no. 50. No, don't tell me you actually did that. Uh, I he did. did. He did. I, I did not do that. <laughs> okay, I will not do that. I, I, actually, I, do, I do know. I do know. I do know some people who went. Um, you know, uh, and the reviews are not good. Oh, yeah. So. Okay, okay. But anyway, uh, I also heard they hated each other. I read that they hated each other the whole time, and they, they hate each other now, so that's interesting. Wow, that's very oh, interesting. The, the actors? Yeah. I so, didn't know that. That's weird. That's, that's very weird. weird. Yeah, so that's the whole thing that's coming out now. Um, but anyway, it's still going to do giant business. I yep. mean, 250 million, like, uh, uh, t- views in the trailer or something ridiculous, so yeah. I don't know how. I mean, the marketing push for that movie is, is crazy. I see it everywhere. Yeah. I see it on TV everywhere, and yeah. billboards everywhere. Where it's crazy. It's also just considering, you know, that not that it's just about sex, like in like Fatal Attraction, some of these other movies in the '90s, but that the type of sex that it's about, yeah. and you know, the fact that it's just so everywhere. For sure, you know, for it's, sure. It's really, it speaks to the time, man. It speaks, it speaks to, to people's consciousness and what they're accepting of. You know what I'm saying? Speak. Go ahead. No, I mean that was the point. Well, speaking yeah. of which, I just you know we're, we're we're kind of freeforming, going off topic for a bit, but uh, I'm I'm still I'm really fascinated by this uh, folk the focus billboard, right? Because mm. 
Um, oh, yeah. You know, it's, this is a, a very, like, sort of underreported and very small, little, tiny thing. But on that, on, the, on the, one of the giant billboards, there's Margot Robbie and Will Smith, and she's behind them, and she's got her hand in his, in, in his, in his jacket. And they're clearly, like, a couple. They're, they're right. clearly together. And it's an interracial couple, and that, 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 I don't think this, I think this is the first time that that's actually happened, where there's been a black lead and a white female lead, and they're played as romantic in the billboard. Oh, okay. So, I mean, it, 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 and, and, and I, and I, I really, it, it sounds like, uh, who cares, that didn't happen. But this, I think this is my, I think this is the first time this has happened. I don't know. I, I can't verify that with, I, with my, my, my knowledge. Yeah, I think I, that, I think that might have happened before. I, I yeah. think you think it might have happened, but it hasn't happened. Like, okay. if you, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm, I'm gonna have to do some research. Do Come some back research on that. Because I mean, there's there's been you know you know you, you can go back to you know guests who's coming to dinner or whatever. There's been right. like there you know you know that maybe there's something about even, even Jungle Fever for instance where you know the whole premise is about the interracial relationships and there was in the, the the classic interracial inter, interlocking fingers for the yeah. billboard, but. There was never, there's never a as romantic vi- as visible with the faces and I get it. Well, just that that tells you that these two are a couple. We're selling the movie right. by these two beautiful people, and one of them is black, one right, right, right. Like that, that that's kind of a marketing. It's been always sort of an under unwritten marketing no no, right? Just because of yeah, you the, know the, the, the social, the social and, political, yeah, climate. And, and black folks and white folks really don't you know traditionally have just to get really freaked out about seeing that, yeah. and um. It's it's there and it's there with such like it just it's just there so much so that we're like oh what that's no big deal that that that's happened twenty times right but I, it has not for sure for sure uh, so anyway it's just it's just, that's just an interesting I mean I definitely see I see how it could be interesting however again I I want to do some research do some research yeah, yeah. on that because I, I really I, I kind of did some mild research and I, I'm pretty you know I remember because I you know I, I I keep up with these things I remember um even like uh movies like the Pelican Brief or whatever mm-hmm. we have Denzel and, and Julia mm-hmm. Roberts but mm-hmm. they they're not romantic leads so it's right. not about a black man. And a white woman together, no, or vice versa. It's romantically about, tied. I yes, it. there is no. Um, yeah, that just this hasn't happened. And then also, I also remember. Um, I'm really, but Will Smith was also involved in a controversial uh, billboard campaign too, about six or seven years ago, for Bad Boys Two. Right. He oh, was on the yeah. cover with the two guns blazing in that yeah. Christ yeah. pose. Yeah. I think it's cool, but okay, it's very cool. <laughs> but that was the first again. Again, that was the first time when like guns. Were in the poster, right? True. Like they, you couldn't, you couldn't put guns in the poster, and then not only was it guns in the poster, it's Will Smith with two guns, right? In like a, in a crucifix position. In a crucifix right. position. So that that was really. So I, I think it's interesting that Will Smith has been involved in these sort of groundbreaking, uh, for 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 good or for bad covers. Well, yeah. not to be um, Debbie Downer here, but um, okay. technically, well, no, no, no. I mean, I I completely agree with you because I was when you brought up the topic that I was thinking of uh, a couple of like other movies. Where it's usually a white male lead and then uh, a black female. That's right. usually how the love triangle goes. But Will Smith in Hancock, his wife was white, or yes. ex wife was white. And True. they, they not, weren't romantically involved in the beginning, but they became romantically involved. Not, 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 not so the movie. Yeah, not, not, I mean, not, yeah, on the, not on the poster. Yeah, not not the on the poster, <laughs> obviously. So, I mean, I, I understand. I just wanted to bring up that he has done this before in sure. a movie. He just hasn't publicly shown oh, it. Oh, yeah, there's, there's been plenty of interracial relationships in movies and plenty yeah. of, you know, black, white, white, black. But but the point is, to st- the, the point of this movie is the chemistry. We're, they're selling yeah. the movie uh, but by saying, like, this hot woman and this hot man are going to be together doing some hot chemistry shit and you're going to go watch it based on that. And that's how they're selling the movie on that. And, that, and that's, that just hasn't been done before. It's not about just showing a black person and a white person on the poster. Yeah. You know, so that, that's all. That, 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 that's, that's new. It's just, I mean, it's, it's, but you gotta, you gotta give some, um, some uplift to like scandal. I mean, cause yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of like, kind a, of that's true. kind of like the breakthrough of that in my Absolutely. opinion. Absolutely. Yeah, so I mean. Not on the poster. Are, are you sure? 
Yes. For all the all the seasons of Scandal, there's never been the, no. the two of them on a poster. No, or any it's, marketing? It's, it's, no, it's it's okay. it's it's been uh, it's been her it's been her lips, <laughs> it's been her, it's been you know all kind of stuff. They they they've sold, they've sold sold it with some sex and some other stuff, but no, not not the president and her like interlocked in any kind of anything. Nothing, okay. nothing that even okay. even hints at that. Okay. Like I said, man, I'm gonna I'm do a dive on this. Do a dive. I'm gonna do a dive because this is about selling. This is this is about how you sell the movie. Right. Like if I'm just walk driving down, like oh, what's that? I want to see that. If I <laughs> I would, like, oh, I want to. She's she, he's he's attractive. She's attractive. I don't know. Focus. Okay, I'm gonna go see them do For whatever sure. they're doing. I'm like, interested to see it. It's <laughs> the, the same doing. marketing. Same like, marketing if you know materials. nothing, if you know nothing, but you see Margot Robbie and Will Smith, that's how they're selling this. Just the two yeah. of their faces. That's all you need to know. I mean, I mean even in the trailer too, it's mostly just them talking right. to each other right. and then making out and then trouble and yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say I'd be interested to see if the marketing materials that we see here in California are the same in Middle of America. Because maybe maybe they're. they're Different, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'd be interested to see too. I'm, I'm very, I'm very curious to see if that poster that I see on Melrose right. um, is the same poster that I would see in Louisiana Nebraska or, or more, more yeah. it's, you know, more south than right, that, even right, Nebraska. True. But probably Nebraska, even still. But like, I'm thinking like you know the Mississippi's, Louisiana's, the Alabama's, right, sure. the South Florida's, you know the Georgias, like. I would be shocked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that was happening. It's an, it's an interesting case study, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do a dive on it. Just do a dive. That, that's kind of what I. That's you know, just really, really brought me into that. So for sure. Uh, all right, so um, it's kind of a topic because it kind of speaks to marketing and things like that. But let's let's jump back into the Grammys. So the Grammys happened. Yeah, uh, the Grammys happened, and um, uh, did you watch? First of all. I've watched about seventy percent of it. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen like the tail end of it. Just okay. been, you know, really, really, really uh, busy week. But yeah. Did you, did you DVR it? Have you gone yeah. back, or have you, are you just like watching clips all? Been oh no, no, no! I have a DVR. Okay. Yeah. And so you're watching. Do you see watching the whole telecast? Yeah, exactly. Back and forth. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Um, did you watch Alexis? I only watched a little bit of it. I didn't actually watch the whole thing. Okay. Yeah. And, and how did you consume it? You, you like you online clips the next day, kind of a thing? Or what yeah, you, what you I, I usually I watched it with my parents, and then uh, well, not with my yeah, with my parents, and then. Um, whatever I missed, I found online. Okay. Well, the, I, I, I did watch. I watched that night. Um, I did do something we talked about. I actually consumed it um, online. For actually, sure. I went to the CBS app, Ugh. and uh, I did. You I, paid the money? I Well, well they, they got me. Actually, they're going to they're gonna charge my credit card right now. I gotta, <laughs> <laughs> did you remind me? I got to get them for they get me. What's the Sunday? Yeah, yeah I, got, I got two days. They give, they, they, they a give week you, free? They give you a week free. They're going to hook you in. They say, you know, try us for a week. Have the Grammys, and then you'll love us, and then we will stay. But I got to, you know, unsubscribe of course uh, but yep. yeah um but i did it and i didn't that didn't did it not only as a case study but just uh i just wanted to see what it was and it, it worked great like it it streamed well it was a it was it was a the west coast cbs feed i got all the commercials got everything i needed and um what was, was the, what was the exclusive content like uh the exclusive content was a lot of the backstage a lot, a lot of the room it, it, it wouldn't really you know coming from the world that covering that stuff for so long I it was just like whatever it's the press it room. wasn't worth paying five no bucks. i mean i you know the press room who cares you know okay uh now uh then but then i was also have other colleagues and friends who who consumed it via facebook hmm. which is some other weird feed they have to they have their own feed which is like not it's like one of the cameras or yeah. something and they they cut they have a crowd shot and they have a so it's kind of an off feed yeah. and then you're hearing everyone talk about it right and it's like some people really like that because it kind of allowed them to see the whole telecast, but also be able to interact with For everyone. Sure. Uh, I did the whole thing on. I was just kind of on Twitter and also, although I didn't tweet and, and watching it. 
Um, it was an interesting way to consume it. I mean, I this is this is very similar to like you know our, our discussion last week, you right. know, regarding the Super Bowl, right? And like these live events and and how we consume the content that way and like the interactivity of it because right. of social media. So I mean, and I mean, I think music is something that's very uh, community building, and so it's, it's dope that you can be able to watch it with the, you know different different avenues and be able to you know communicate and have conversations with it in real time. I right. think that's that's the you know, bigger point. Well, I want to I want to talk about the the, the Grammys themselves and the, and the actual. An actual broadcast and the winners have got a lot of takes on it. But before that, I do want to mention <clears throat> from a social media standpoint, um, you know, it, it, it did it did well again. You know, it, it did well. And yeah. um, shout out to Hello Cool J, shout out to Hello Cool J, the fellow goat, yes sir, um, uh, fellow Capricorn, older than me, thank God. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it it it, it did all it did everything it's supposed to do on, on social media, and that was good. And then the CBS thing was actually kind of a success, and the Facebook thing was a success. And what do you what do you what do you think? I mean, you're saying it did well on social media. I mean, I don't know in terms of like the artists that won. In terms of like you look at the Super Bowl with Missy and Katy Perry and yeah. how you know their music on Spotify, right? You know, skyrocketed. Yep. But versus the Grammys, you're not really seeing that type of uh, incline. You're not seeing that type of. Well, that, I think that, there's, a, there's, a reason, there's a reason for that, which I want to talk about. I think there's a specific reason for that because uh mainly because I think the telecast sucked <laughs> this year. Right. I thought it was I, I, I really, really, really didn't like this telecast. You're talking at about all. The, the how it's put together production of I'm it? talking about the show I'm, yeah, I'm talking about so Ken Ulrich produces the Grammys he's done so yeah, for the last for few like, years. For almost twenty years. Yeah and he's and he's fantastic. <laughs> he's you know single handedly credited with sort of bringing the Grammys back from the dead. For sure. And he's the guy who said we're gonna change the ratio up to awards given to performances. Right. He's the guy who's responsible for all these collaborations that exactly. were now classic you know Prince and Beyonce exactly. and so on so old and the new and, and so, all yeah. that. So, so what, what, what was missing this year? Well this year they did something different and I don't know what I don't I don't know what happened. There's a couple of things that happened this year. The first thing is they 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 made a conscious decision to say that the Grammys is going to be because one of the complaints that the Grammys gets is that you know people sort of say this is the Grammys, whack so like it. I don't want to see. You know, I don't want to see uh, Justin Bieber or some the latest pop act on my Grammys. I want to see legends. I want to see legendary performances. I want people to class this up. This is the joint. what you're saying. You, you're, you're speaking personally right this now. This is kind of speaking, like this, this is just like the this has been the criticism, the echo in the community online and, 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 okay. and culture writers and everything else for the last like probably five six years. Even though they like it, but when someone like you know the Jonas Brothers show up and perform at the Grammys, people get pissed. You know, or like I can't think of whoever the pop one hit wonder person. I don't know. People get pissed like. Because they, the, the, the thing was that, you know, the Grammys aren't the American Music Awards. The Grammys aren't the MTV Awards. Yeah. Save that ish for there, for there. This is the Grammys class it up. I mean, but you think about, okay, we're talking about social media. We're right. talking about projections. And you, you, I mean, you can't make that argument and then be like, we want to get the millennial, millennial generation, which is all social media, Facebook, Twitter, all, Absolutely. You know, Snapchat, Instagram. No, you and I are, well, we're, we're in agreement with the arguments, and that's been the thing. So, what, so why I have a problem with it is uh, Ken Ulrich and those guys, they listen. They said, okay, right. we're they not going to do that. They adapted. They adapted. But they, they listened to that. And so this year what you had was a really slowed down, grinded down oh, Grammys that, that had no performances from any any contemporary pop, like Megan Trainer. You can present, but you can't pr- perform. Right. Even you know, Joe Jonas, uh, Nick Jonas, I mean. Yeah. You can you can present. You can't Ariana Grande, you can perform, but you got to do like a so, real a ballad, slow ballad. A ballad yeah. In fact, 
everybody been like a ballad type you wanna, of joint. Yeah, because I mean, Katy Perry coming out the Super Bowl, she's doing a ballad, you know, I, great, great performances. Uh, you know, Beyonce is doing a gospel joint. I, I think, I think. I think Gwen Stefani you're, and you're Adam Levine are doing on, the ballot. You're hitting on a point in the sense that I think the Grammys are trying to have some type of um, social, well, trying to class so, it up, some social element to it. Because last year, you know, they they did the whole thing with the with the, the gay marriage thing. Yeah. This year, they did stuff with the you know domestic violence. So sure. they're, they're they're touching on social issues, and I think I mean the the tone the tone is is, is somewhat serious and, and very high concept in the sense that they want to they want to project like the highest level of, of musicianship. So Fantastic. I get that. I get that. <laughs> so you're saying that bo- that's boring. That there was, I mean, there was nothing in that. You know, I mean, look, if for everybody over forty, over thirty-five, maybe. Like, and I'm over thirty-five, and I was bored. Uh, hmm. Like, you start the show with ACDC. Like that's like I, I didn't I didn't have that takeaway. As a musician myself, I felt like the performance were were actually well. ELO shows up. They were well crafted, in my opinion. Okay. Well, I, I, well. Uh, listen, I'm not taking away. Actually, I'm not taking away from the actual performances themselves, and I think that there are some great ones in there. I think, I think Annie Lennox, you know, Annie Lennox, who's not, you know, who's not young, who's, who's you know, who I was listening, who's like, you know, uh, so, so what, what's, the, what's the argument? What's the argument? The argument. Well, let me let me say some highlights for me. Annie Lennox was fantastic. I thought the Annie Lennox thing. Uh, I thought. Uh, Hozier was, you know, the, he was, his vocal was off and whatever, but that, I thought that performance was great. Uh, I love the Ed Sheeran performance. I thought that was dope. The Herbie Hancock, uh, um, yeah, that, that Ed was Sheeran. That was, awesome. that was one of my favorites. Awesome. I really did love, and we'll get into a little, little more if we want to, the, um, the Kanye, Rihanna, um, I've come full circle in that song. I remember last, last week. I don't know if we talked about it on air or not, but. Not on air, no. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm coming full circle in that song. I thought, I thought Rihanna sounded amazing. Man, how, her, how she sold that song was, her was amazing. Her vocal was incredible. Again, everyone's talking about this, but I I love the idea of Paul Paul McCartney talking about Wyland. <laughs> you know, like Paul McCartney actually singing four or five seconds from Wyland. I think that's kind of there's something cool about that. Uh, I don't know if I need to see two performances from, from Get Kanye. Get to it, Joe. Get to it. What didn't you like about it? Oh, the tone. It was boring. <clears throat> ballad after ballad after ballad after ballad. Madonna came out. She did her big production number. Okay, but she's sixty, and you know, and you know, I, I love Madonna rolling on the rolling on the floor at the MTV <laughs> Music Awards in nineteen eighty four. I don't know if I need to see her rolling on the floor in two thousand fifteen. And I'm a Madonna apologist. Um, aside from that, like everyone's ballad, 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 ballad. The show ran forty five minutes long. Credits. There were twenty three performances. There were nine. Uh, um, uh, awards given. Beck wins twice. I love that record. I don't know if it's record of the anyway, year. I, I mean, maybe, I was bored. Maybe, I wasn't bored. I mean, I, I saw a lot of display of musicianship. I mean, obviously. And I love Sam Smith, and I love Beck. Okay, this, I love is I, this is what I'm thinking. Go ahead, go. <laughs> go. I think that you know, the music presentation was was great. Period. I I didn't have that that sense that takeaway where oh I'm being put to sleep. I felt like you know how they executed and the, maybe the sequencing is what you're referring to. Maybe they could have broke it up in terms of how they sequenced the performance. But I th- I think everyone they didn't have um, a, they didn't have a performance that was that was that was that was a big performance. Everything was a I ballad. Mean, ACDC was the was they started off big. Great. <laughs> See you in three hours. All right, well, we can move on. No, <laughs> no, but so, what, what, no, what I mean, would you like? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, I like I said, I'm only, I'm only 70 percent in. So okay. based on what I saw, like I mean, a few times I rewind. I the performances. They were so good. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I didn't have that, that... You're saying you were bored. I didn't, I didn't have that feeling at all. 
I just don't know what I want. I, I guess what I want from the Grammys overall is I do want the sense of class, but I just want there to be some memorable, electrifying performances. I don't feel like anything was memorable in that sense. Um, I thought everyone was good because it's the Grammys, and so everybody should be good. Yeah. But, you know, um, I, I expect Sam Smith and Beck and Randa Lambert. But, like, I mean, Beck and Chris Martin, I mean, everybody was slow, sleepy. Like I was, I just, I just wanted something, and and and, and the more thing, I, I think their decision to um to just exclude all the contemporary, everybody young, anybody under you know uh, thirty is not allowed to perform. <laughs> you know that, that that whole thing. I don't, I don't know if I love it. That's a good move. I feel uh, like you needed you need, no Iggy Azalea, no uh, no Megan Trainer, no, I mean nobody. Um, yeah, Rihanna, she's under thirty. Okay. Um, She's with Paul McCartney, but okay. So no, okay, no, okay. Uh, the, the, the other thing I want to, I just want to just touch on is the, that's been talked about um, a little bit is uh, the, the the black folks were there's like there seemed to be a conscious effort, and I didn't get the memo because I'm not in the, in the black music community, like the elite black music community. But there was a very conscious effort that we were going to class up the joint. There was no. There was, I mean, everybody was dressed. Everyone was like pre- presenting themselves. It felt like this has been written about too. It felt like the, the very the, the Selmified version of everything. Selmified? That that's I mean, in terms of like this is in other words. In, in other words, what I'm saying is it's like this is our year. This is our month. Like we're, this is you know um, we're rolling in a different way. This is not my take. This is a general take amongst like a bunch of black writers and, and, and some other folks have been saying. So like the presentation of because you've had in the past um, specifically, I'm thinking back to the Grammys I went to with the with the with the Kanye and Jimmy Fox performance, and you have some things where people have. Uh, that that, that 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 there's been like a lot of complaining about how especially the hip hop community how, can, comes and sort of like uh, I don't want to I don't know the, the, the adjective I'm looking for basically sort of misrepresents in a lot of ways what a certain segment thinks that how we should or shouldn't be acting and so I don't know what you're saying right now I honestly don't know what you're talking about okay so black folks made a, if it felt like everything from the common John Legend performance to the Beyonce performance to oh, and, and actually you don't know because you weren't you, you don't consume red carpet stuff to all the pre-interviews in the red carpet to the way everyone was dressed to the mm-hmm. way everyone did everything everyone rolled in a very specific way and that's something that like that felt very much like there is no uh hip hop uh, or craziness well, I don't I, I completely disagree with okay, that what argument. did you see I mean, it was an argument. This is what I see. Is what I've seen the last four years. <laughs> I haven't seen anything different. I kinda, Every time Jay Z's in, in, at the Grammys, he's in a tux. Okay, like, well, what are you saying? Well, Jay Z's Jay Z. Like, okay, but who are you referring to? Who uh, are you referring to? Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, the the Kanye's. The <laughs> what do you mean? Kanye's always clean. All right. Like, give me one person. Juxtapose it to this year from previous years in the Grammys. This is not an argument that I'm Joe Braswell making. I'm I'm asking you to comment on, I'm just commenting about three or four sort of written pieces about what, you know, what what, what was perceived as like uh, the the effort of us to present ourselves in a certain way at the Grammys. Like, that, 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 that's what I'm asking you to comment on. So if you're like, I don't don't see it as a, I don't see it as, hey guys, we're all going to the Grammys this year. I don't see it as Let's have a conversation first about how we present ourselves. I don't know, because that's what's always happened. It's not something that's new. That's always happened. We've always been clean. We've always been, 
cutting edge. We've always been professional. Like there's been times where we, we we've been distinct and unique, and we show you know the the rhythms of of our culture. But it's always been cutting edge. It's always you're, been pushing pushing boundaries. You're putting me in a position. Oh, Alexis, you're putting me in a position to, to to make the argument that black folks are always acting up at the Grammys, and this year they didn't. That's what it that's, sounds like. That, that, I know, but that's not what I'm saying. I'm, I'm asking you to comment on the on, on what seems to be. I don't a think few it people, seems to be. So you, so that, so, so that's so what that, I'm saying. It so you don't, you don't see that at all. No, like okay. I, I asked the question, like. Tell me about a Grammy's work. I'm doing a poor job of presenting it. I got, I got, I got, I got to look, look up the specifics of it. I'm doing a poor job of presenting the the argument, which isn't an argument, but the commentary, which which is which is which has been a theme, which has been a thing. The commentary talked about it. There's been a thing talked about. It's been like it's been like in all the post Grammy, you know, all the pieces written, all the things written. There, there, there's something. There's this been talked about. So I just I want to know if you caught wind when of that or had any thoughts about that. No, I, th- I think whoever's commentating whoever's making that creating that conversation i think maybe they're a latecomer maybe they're not abreast in, ter- in terms of you know what black people are doing like that's what it sounds like it sounds like a very don't sound like a very uh informed take. pulse pulse on the people take not at all <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm, doing a very, I'm doing a poor job presenting the take but you know we uh, you know let's move on because i don't want to position myself like this is my argument you know because i'm just it's not like i'm saying you know black people are really cleaned up this grammys so that's not the uh, argument that i I'm making, but I do. But uh, I did. I did. Kept reading this over and over and over and over again. I wanted to see what you thought about it. What you had to, if you had a take on that? I don't. I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind, of, kind of confused on what the take is. So. All right, I'll, I'll get it together. I'm, I'm going to get that take. I'm going to get those specifics together because I'm going off the cuff on that. Because I, I, but I'll get those takes put together specifically. We can talk about it further. Uh, aside from that, uh, any other? Wait, Alexis, what do you think of the Grammys? Uh, no, I'm not even gonna chime in on that. I was uh, did not like nothing. No, 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 no. It wasn't that. It was more along the lines of um, it just it always. I mean, just overall, the overall Grammys, overall, not not specifically to the black folks. Then. No, 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 no. Like to everything that we just talked about, I feel like I understand where these people have co- are coming from. I mean, I know that it was kind of confusing to to read it out, but there was a lot of I did read a lot of stuff of how like I guess black people were being presented. Or, uh, I don't know. It's very it's very confusing, but. But um, I thought the Grammys is very classy, and I do agree that it should be just legends, and it should be, you know, people who have uh, hit, a, not a milestone, but, you know, they've done something pretty good. That's why I'm really glad that Sam Smith won, was it five Grammys or four Grammys that night? And, you know, that ACDC was there and Madonna and, you know, I don't know. I really enjoy the fact that if you do take all the pop artists and put them, not pop artists, but, like, the younger generation, like, One Direction and Five Seconds of Summer and all that kind of stuff and stick it to, like, um, MTV and um, the American Music Awards, you know, the Nickelodeon Awards, things like that. It's more of that um, generation instead of doing this where it should be pertaining to just being an artist, I guess. That was what right. I took from it, and that's what I think the Grammy should stay. But at the same time, I really enjoyed the music. So, well, One thing I will say is that, uh, this is a Joe Braswell take, that uh, black folks were, were very absent to me from the awards, actually bringing down awards and winning awards you know we didn't really do that well um, um we, we were we were there you know but we didn't really really win yeah. um so that 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 that's true um uh, I mean, that's nothing new but well that's still a problem though uh. well the one thing <laughs> the one thing i had a huge huge problem with was kanye and his i don't know if this is like a 
um, not like a PR stunt, but like a publicity stunt where he's just going to keep interrupting people on stage because Beyonce didn't win album or I music video of the year. I felt like that was overblown. Yeah, like I, I feel like I I, 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 I had no problem with it. But really? No, I, I didn't. I, I, felt like, I felt like it was a joke. I felt like it was funny when he came up. I think Beck thought it was funny. I thought Kanye, I, th- I thought it was funny and I thought it was a joke. And uh, and then he made a comment afterwards that really people took. And I'm just, you know, I, 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 that, that that's a whole separate thing. I don't want to go off that, but there's, yeah. there's, there's all kinds of pieces being written. There was one piece, this guy, I think in Rolling Stone or someone wrote, like, it was just really like, made me angry. It was like, you know, you have a daughter, Kanye, show some class. Oh, it's no, like, no, relax. That's, that's not what I was you know? saying. I was just kind of like, ugh, again, like, you know, that kind of thing. That was right. it. I didn't steam over it. I wasn't like, sitting there getting on the Twitter sphere and being like, oh, if you, right. Kanye. Like, it wasn't like that. It was just kind of like, really? Right. You're gonna do this again? I mean, I thought it was funny when it happened, but at the same time, I was like, "Ah, oh, you could do so much better." I don't care. Did you? Did you? Did you have any thoughts to that? I mean, I don't know if you saw it yet. Man, I'm ready to talk about something else. I'm uh, talking about the Grammys for almost 15 minutes. All right, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right. Let's move on. Let's move on. I'm ready to rant about this. Okay. Oh, this okay. One. Well, just really quick, we, yes, we, we won't spend 15 minutes on this, but I do want to say I saw Jupiter ascending. Um, I, you know, I was really expecting to be either horrible or a giant, like, beautiful mess, and it was kind of in between. It's not a good movie, but it's super crazy, crazy ambitious, and it's beautiful on the screen. Mm-hmm. A lot of really, really bad things are happening in the movie from an acting standpoint. There's a lot of world building and a lot of, like, confusing things, but there's also a lot of really interesting ideas and themes and also some couple cool action sequences. So I'm really confused. I don't know if the Wachowskis will ever get another swing this big it took another 200 million dollars to make yeah. a movie but i don't know what I, I what did you what did you think of it i mean it was more along the lines of i was entertained for a majority of the point i will say this is the first movie since i saw what is it torque which was with ice cube where i fell asleep oh no <laughs> so Tor- torque was a good movie no, i liked no, it, i liked it, torque it but it was, was not a good movie I'm i kidding. mean like no i didn't mind it because i i don't know i have a weird soft spot for ice cube i guess but you fell asleep i did i fell asleep that movie was terrible by yeah. the way. <laughs> I fell did you like that movie I haven't seen that movie. Okay. Yeah, I I fell asleep, and I don't know if that was just because it was it was uh, I was with my I was with my brothers and friends, and I was just tired because I was right after work. But it was more just like the pacing for me was kind of slow, and the writing was kind of like the the lines that they had was just kind of off. There was awkward pauses. The editing was kind of off because there was one point where like the villain is talking in this very low, like monotone, and then he just like starts screaming. Overdubbing was wrong. No, no. basically Eddie, Eddie Redmayne's performance. Eddie Redmayne, Oscar nominated Eddie Redmayne plays the main villain in this, and he's doing this much talked about weird affectation as a villain. He talks like Super this, and like Achilles. Yeah, and it's like a, it's, he's he's doing a thing. Yeah, and he's trying to be a villain, and I thought it was really freaking weird. It's it's weird. Some people are like, yeah, it's it's, it's like Voldemort meets like Darth I don't know Vader, what. Really on an asthma. But, uh, Alexis, did you go into the movie already thinking? was going to be bad. No, I was actually I wasn't giving it like super duper high hopes or anything, but at the same time I wasn't thinking that it was going to be this bad. Uh, but if you look, 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 there's some big things happening here. Like look at this, it's from Chicago World, no, no, no. Chicago, don't, the other it's Don't it's get me wrong. Huge the world effects, building. The effects and the story itself about people owning planets and the whole ordeal Oof. fantastic. Yeah. I loved that. 
but the effects, the acting, and just the pacing itself and the editing threw me off. Like, like, mm. like I said, there was times where it took me out of the movie, and I was like, what are we doing? Yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I don't know what the, the Wachowskis are really, really good at, uh, at these big movies, but they're not so great with actors, it feels like. And I yeah, feel the like direction they did. was weird. They, mm. you know, I feel like they, you know, I wish they, they would have had someone else come and punch up the sort of the dialogue. I, I'm not sure that, you, just the, the acting, everything, everything that involved like real people acting was kind of Mila Kunis was great. Uh, I liked her acting. Really? I yeah, liked her I didn't really believe. You know, this. I, someone wrote this too. That like, you know, when I we all this green screen work and someone is like, you know, running. You have to. I get, she doesn't really get at this genre. Like, you have to believe that this person is being chased by something. I feel like she looks like she's at running at the gym from a green screen. Like, you know, <laughs> when, you, when you you have to like the people who can sell. Like Sandra Bullock is selling like everything that's happening yeah. to her in that suit, and Mila Kunis is not doing that, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, you know, I mean, Close is great, but she's like this. This this, this movie effects wise feels bigger effects wise, and she's able to deliver. Oh, she looks like she's doing something good right there. But like, <laughs> she, I believe no, her there. falling acting yeah. hysterical. I loved it. You know, uh, Channing Tatum was cool. I, th- I didn't mind him. I, my favorite character was Sean Bean. Sean Bean's Hands always down. great. I mean, you know, I just I, I don't know. This is a weird movie because there's so many. I I kind of run recommend seeing it in the theater. I tell yeah, I would tell people to go watch. It's it. It's like you need to see it, but it's bad. Yeah, but, but it's but it's it's I don't know, man. It's I, one of those like you have to see it. To see how bad it is, you have to watch it. That's Ugh. pretty much it. No, like seriously, like, you wow. know, like people have bad movie nights. This yeah. is one of them. Wow. I mean, yeah. I gotta tell don't you, don't see it in 3D though. If you're gonna, because I don't want you to pay that much money and to do that. Because I saw it in 3D and I was like, uh, I didn't need to see this in 3D. Wow. I mean, I gotta tell you, I um, yeah, I wanna, I wanna see it again. I, I mean. It's two and a half hours. I feel like I need to it see it again. Long. And it's weird. But then we can, we can move on. But yes, like, uh, Jupiter Ascending is, yeah, man, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I really, really want you to see it. I don't know I want to get your take on it. I, I, I really do. I'll definitely peep it out. Uh, yeah. Kingsman is next. We're going to go see Kingsman. Yeah, for sure. But what, what, are you, what are you saying, Keely? Oh, I just said I'll peep it out. All right. Um, yes. where are we next? We are on, um, I got lost. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, is it Apple? No. We are. On, um, yes, no, yes. Servitude. No, well, we're skipping Angelina Jolie, and yeah. we're yeah. We're, so um, yeah, servitude, Apple servitude. Okay, so yeah, so we're getting so so switching gears into the tech stuff. Um, you know, Apple. You know, there's been all this talk. You know, um, Tim Cook's been talking a lot about trying to improve the working conditions of, of what we do in China, what they do in China, trying to um, build a completely uh, American version of the of the of the. Uh, the the app the uh, the Apple computer here in the states. Um, the, she says one of the biggest problems with that is mostly uh, not just the technology itself, but just the the workers who know how to do that stuff. Uh, but one of the things, but the things that they get a lot of heat over is the practices in China, um, and they you know this practice of bonded servitude, which is essentially you know uh, these 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 um, Chinese factory workers paying getting getting paid like. You know, lower wages and being stuck within this work environment. Is this, do I have this correct? Not, not just that. Like, what, what this, what this topic is about is that a lot of these factories in China, um, the, the, the service provider to the, the company will make the employee pay a, a fee oh, got it. to work. So it's like you have to pay almost like you have to have a license to be able to work for this con- company. So you have to pay this fee. And in many cases, they'll keep the, they'll keep the employee's passport until they pay off the fee. And so that's why it's called, you know, the servitude because it's like you're you're almost working for free. It's like right. slavery. Right. And so, yeah, I mean, Tim Cook is saying 
Apple was saying that we don't want to uh, have this policy with our company because it is, you know, it it, it degrades the employee. And um, Apple's supposed to represent something that's, you know, more more freeing and more more liberating. So that that's the point. And I mean, I I, I definitely see that happening in China, having been there twice. I, I can see how there's a lot of unfair practices that go on into making the product because it's just about making product and keeping it going. So they'll do whatever they have to do to do it. So uh, well, just on that point for you, like you know, from a capitalistic standpoint, how do you feel about? I mean, what, what, what is your take on the uh, on outsourcing specifically to specifically to China, knowing some of these conditions to get to get the product we need versus trying to uh, you know bring those jobs here, even though they're jobs that we can't do and aren't trained to do. I mean, if you're coming from a, a purely capitalistic mindset, I think that uh, you're gonna you're gonna try to get the most value out of with, with the least effort. So if it means you know, paying workers five cents or exploiting them. Hey, you see companies do that do that all the time. Do I agree with it? Absolutely not. No. Do I think that you know? I mean, we can have some of these products built right here in, in the states. Absolutely, yes. Give more people jobs, more employment, more opportunities. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think, like I said, if you're if you're coming from a greed standpoint, you're gonna you're gonna do whatever you can do legally right. or even illegally to be able to get the most profit. With the with the least investment, it's just, it's a, it's a sad state because if you're not doing it, you're left behind. If you are doing it, you're exploiting people. Like the, yeah. you're trying to figure out how to keep costs down for consumers. I understand that, but I'm glad that Apple is you know is leading the way and trying to do something about it. Um, moving on, this is something that is kind of int- very interesting to me and, and should be you. Uh, there's this well, there's there's this movie that talks specifically about this movie entirely filmed on the iPhone six, uh, which which is cool. It's any movie. Um, it's a Kickstarter movie. It's 15 minutes long. Um, it's called Romance in New York. Um, a lot of there's a lot of different crazy rigs for the iPhone 6 and there's a lot of filters and a lot of things you can do and they're really sort of showing what you're able to do on this with this new iPhone 6 camera there was yeah. a movie that's in Sundance right now that was shot on the iPhone 5S I believe that's that that is in Sundance now I forget what it's called but it's a full movie shot on the iPhone and um, this is this is kind of the future I don't know this is I, I, as, as a film as a, as a someone who shoots as someone who uh, does this stuff what do you think about this? I wouldn't say it's the future I would say maybe it's the future for people that don't have the the, the future mo- the future for independent filmmakers what i'm saying maybe i mean independent filmmakers i mean if you define independent filmmakers as someone that just wants to pick up a camera and now i'm an independent filmmaker <clears throat> or someone that's you know that understands lighting understands compositions actually craft a uh, craftsman fair then, enough i mean so i don't i don't see it as a future I, I think it's gimmicky i think it's cool <clears throat> that he was able to do that with the technology but i don't i don't see this being the the mainstay for filmmaking hey no. we're gonna shoot all our movies on the iphone no i now. guess what it is is like you know for years ago like in my day if you want if you're sitting somewhere in in Pomona or Nebraska, and you wanted to make a movie, there was no way for you to go do that. Even with a, even with a Super 8, everything was just so, so... Would you make the same argument if you had a camcorder? Now you can make movies now for cheap. Yeah, but, you know, but the from quality, you're not able to make a, an HD quality movie with multiple lenses and multiple filters and everything else as you could. I mean, things you're able to do on this iPhone 6... You can't do that with the iPhone 6. You can't have filters. I mean, you can't have filters within the app, but you can't have different lenses unless you put attachments on, on, on the iPhone. I don't think it's the same. Right. And so, I mean, I mean, for, for, well, I'm, think, not, I'm not arguing that, it's the same. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, there's an argument like, hey, it's just like a movie. But okay. I'm not, it's not. I mean, obviously, we, we know that. Is that. The argument is that it's, it's not the same. What I'm saying is, I think that it's amazing that this is like, that these capabilities are here. I think that it, it, it opens up the door to a lot of potential filmmakers to go beyond the guerrilla filmmaking and do something meaningful for a low price. And also, I think, I think in, the, in, the, in the flip side of that, I think it's the whole, the whole concept of uh, uh, the democrat, democratization of art like in a sense because of technology giving everyone access to 
you know, these tools now kind of cheapens the, 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 the artisticness of filmmaking because now you could just do it with your iPhone and you could just download a few apps and now you can make a movie. And so people, when people view it, maybe the experience is different or maybe the, the takeaway isn't the same versus someone that's, you know, really being a craftsman with everything. And so I, I mean, I, I so as I, a filmmaker, you're, 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 you're again, this is something that you're like, you I mean, you're like, no, to- I, w- I wouldn't argue for it. I think it's cool that it's done, that you, you have the capability to do it, but I wouldn't be like, yo, I wouldn't be like, Joe, let's do a film and shoot it with the iPhone. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Well, okay. I, I don't think I would do that either, especially since we have the capability to not do that, but I definitely think it's, but even uh, if, even if we didn't, if, if we were just starting out and we didn't have money and all we had was the iPhone, I would still try to figure out a way to produce something that was a little bit more, more higher end. Okay. So. All right, I, I, I feel you. Uh, there's this new uh, case which I'm really am interesting, uh, interested about that sort of makes it disappear. It, it makes the I, iPad have these tactile screens. It's not really much to say about it. I just think it's very cool. Um, it's it's a physical element for the tactile people, for those BlackBerry people who have been complaining this whole time about the BlackBerry being smooth glass and you can't do anything. This allows people to, you know, yeah. really. Text and drives, the only thing I can really think of, but you know, got it. So I don't know. What do you what do you, what do you think about this? Mm, I think it's gimmicky. Gimmicky. I think I don't think it'll work. Um, I don't really see the value of it personally. Right. I mean, I think it's cool that you could you could have this uh, you know attached case um, that that gives you kind of like a texturized filling on, on the iPad. But I mean, the iPad is going to change every year. The sizes, dimensions is going to change. So if you buy one for the i for the for the for the iPad two or three or whatever, yeah. and the next one comes out, then what do you do? And the price point is 150 bucks for that. Like, yeah. I, I personally don't need that. I don't need it so. either. And I think that the, the whole, when you, we talk about a quarter keyboard board, if you're going two hands, you know, there's not, you can't really go two hands in an iPad like that, especially an iPad mini. And not so. just that, you can't do it in landscape mode. So yeah. it's only in portrait mode. And that, I think that, that's just gimmicky to me. When I, when I read this article, I was like, this is whack. Like, who, who invested in this? Yeah. My personal opinion. Yeah. Well, it, it's, it's for the people. The people, the, it, there's a market for people who are complaining about it, but you know, we'll see. Uh, Tesla. Um, I mean, this is a, this is a story about. We, we, actually, let's we, we'll skip this one. This is. Um, I do want to go to the. Um, yes, this is back to our to our um, our our launch, the SpaceX to, to launch that new. The, the new, uh, basically, space, excuse me, SpaceX is going to work with NASA to launch something, which I think is very cool because, um, you know, I, I like the idea of the privatized, uh, SpaceX program working with the government program to be able to do something. I feel like that this is the way it should be and could be in way for maybe NASA to be able to get the resources they need. Word. And SpaceX to be are are, are we blasting off right now? <laughs> okay, I was, I was like, was I the only one that was like, is this perfect timing or no, what? I, I thought you did that in the booth. I'm no, like, that no. was an actual like plane flying over, and I was like, oh, all right. That's funny. So, what, what do you, so what do you think of this collaboration? I mean, I, I think it's good. Um, it was interesting to me because you, you hear a lot about you know you know forecasting the weather, and yes. you don't think about the weather outside of our atmosphere in terms of what's happening in space and what's what's happening with the sun and how it how it's a uh, geomagnetic uh, energy affects the planets and so i think you have these storms these solar flares that could essentially wipe out all of our communication systems our, our energy grids and yep. so the the whole argument is to be able to go into space with the satellite and it's called discover to be able to kind of like give us a warning it's like a warning system um, before a solar flare comes comes and hits our, our atmosphere so that we can be able to make um, the proper the proper moves to be able to protect you know our communication systems right. and so i think that's kind of cool because we're so reliant on technology now it's like we 
have to have some some form of protection. And I mean, with something as you know unreliable in the sense of me- measuring what the sun will do, like yeah, you got to have some type of warning system, like you know how they're doing with the earthquakes, what they're doing with the tsunamis. Like it's kind of like the same the same concept. Yeah, I, you know, I, I like the project, but I also really more I, I like the collaboration. I like the right. idea that you know I think this I think this is where. We will. I mean, you know, the private money is where it's at, and NASA is where it's at. I think I don't like them competing against each other. I like the idea of like the Richard Bransons and the, and the Elon Musks out there doing their own thing, and NASA doing its own thing over here. Right. Like we're all the we're all one planet, a bunch of scientists trying to do expl- some things for our planet. Yeah. Let's come together and figure out how to pool these resources, not only scientific but financially, to do some great things. So I for think sure. that this is a great great start to that. Um, I want to jump. This, this is the only story I would more do is uh, I want to skip to this Google story. About Google has a patent for a device that wards off body odor. Um, this is, uh, you know, Google's in a lot has their finger in a lot of pies, and but this is an actual physical thing that Google is. Yeah, it's, it's a wearable. It's a wearable. So yeah. I mean, it, you know, it, it, it makes me think that if it's if Google's involved, it must be really, really, really cool. But what mm. do you think of this? I mean, I mean, I, it I seems so gimmicky. I, like, I don't think it's cool at all. I, I, come on, you're gonna you're gonna put on a wearable that wards off body odor, so you attach it to your body, eliminates the odor, your armpits, your waist, so that you know. It, when you have an odor, you know, being emitted from your body, it, it counterbalances it with a fragrance. Like, come on, man, that's just ridiculous. I, How about take a shower? Yeah. How about take a bath? Put on deodorant. Thank you, Akili. Okay. Thank like, why you. Do I, why do I have a piece of technology on my body to protect me from body odor? It's just pure that's, laziness, guys. That's doing the most. Pure laziness. I, in theory, agree. However, oh no, you know, I, this this is you know, it makes me feel like this is the herd mentality. If Google is, is, if Google's on board. Hey, no, it's not a herb mentality. Google's on board with Google Glass. Look what happened with that. Yeah. Come on. I mean, I just, okay, that's true. So this, this is something that we all sort of feel like is ridiculous and unnecessary. I mean, it's just a, an idea. Maybe they'll be able to use it for something different. But I, I think, you know, I mean, yeah, maybe they'll be able to be able to build upon it and maybe they'll solve a different problem. But I think, I don't see people adopting that. Like, I, damn, I forgot my body odor device. Gotta <laughs> run back, gotta run back home. <laughs> Um, and then this is uh, this is a weird story. <laughs> this is a weird story, but like uh, you can go back one. This is a story about that like the Twitter bot was sending a death threat to another Twitter bot. What? <laughs> like this is this one? I, I did was, not hear about that. Yeah, yeah I mean it's it, it, it's a weird thing. Like uh, you know the. the uh, I don't know what happened, but like basically, uh, this this guy, developer uh, Jeffrey Vandergoot, got an unexpected visit from the police um, because you know the, the police there's, there was there was an output that looked like a death threat, and so the police came and responded, but really it was one of these giant sort of. Um, Twitter sort of bot aggregates that went out and the response was responded to another one and people monitoring this whole thing thought it was a death threat and I, I just this this story only interests me because it feels a lot like, again, a lot like Cybernet, a lot like The Matrix. Yeah, pretty much. Things. That's exactly like, what I was thinking it, of. It's, it, it, you know, it, and, or, you know, when Watson starts to uh, <laughs> send, send out death threats, it's, it's, it's going to be it's gonna I mean, be scary. I, I thought it was interesting in the sense that you know, this developer is creating this bot to essentially go go through, you know, the old his old Twitter post and it what, what the bot was doing was remixing the post and creating new posts off off the old ones. So what happened was is that this bot, like you said, communicated with another bot and gave it a death threat. But I think like in terms of 
I just I just like the science and the technology involved in, in the sense that this person created something that could actually go through his his channel of communication and, and then start a new form of communication. That's pretty smart to me. Yeah. Well, oh, okay. If you put it that way. <laughs> A new form of communication. That, that's one way to put it. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> bot I mean, on bot violence. Bot on bot violence. Uh, I think that's really it. I mean, I think that's it for us, really. Okay, well, one more thing before we go. Yes. Spider-Man. Okay, Marvel. Go. What do you guys think about that? Um, I don't know that I care. I'm, I, I, I feel like I'm supposed to care. I feel like that as a good nerd, I'm supposed to care. Like, you know, but I'm really kind of, I mean, Sony has done such a weird job of kind of ruining the Spider-Man franchise in a lot of ways. Well, maybe Marvel will make it better. Of course. It's Spider-Man. So yeah, I, I feel like about Spider-Man the way I feel about Superman. You have a couple swings at it and, uh, and okay. a couple really close Swings that are close to each other. Yeah. Like in my life, in my lifetime, there's been like five Superman movies. You know, and, <laughs> you know, you know, and five like, like three significant Supermans, and you know, and and and, and all these Spider Mans, and now that there's another Spider Man. I mean, I don't know. I'm a little fatigued. I, yeah, I, I hear you. I'm not. You know, yeah. Okay, Marvel's gonna get it. It's gonna be great. But I, I get. I see. I think I see what Spider Man can do on these last two big Spider-Man movies and the three previous movies to that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really freaked out to see Spider-Man on the big uh, screen. Okay, maybe that was just for me. I mean, I, I think it'll be better than the, than the last iteration. So I, I think we'll see some advancement. Do you improvement. care, though? Do you want... Do you want? Um, I'm, Are you, you like, Spider-Man's back! No, Finally, you, Marvel's got Spider-Man! Definitely not, definitely not. Mm-hmm. I mean... Alright, that's but, just me, then. <laughs> hey, you, Are you excited about this? I am, because I've, I've, I am tired of seeing all these Spider-Man movies and they're not really... Uh, up to not up to par, but you know, like they're not as good as as the fans. And and Spider Man's one of my favorite comic book heroes, so word, word. that's why I'm excited that Marvel has it because maybe it'll finally give the right movie that we need for Spider Man. Even though Sp- the first Spider Man I thought was really good, even with with Toby, but I think that um, with Marvel now, especially with Civil War coming up and a bunch of other stuff in the and then he'll be in the Avengers like he's supposed to be. It's going to be more epic and it will be everyone's just going to forget the other Spider-Man movies and just think of these ones that's, that are coming. That's what's up. I can see that. I, I will say, and before we get out of here, I just will say I feel like I'm getting a little. I don't know. I'm a little I, tired. I, I totally get well, it. Yeah, just in, in general, I think that all I think the, the all these Marvel announcements and the big slate yeah. announcing all these movies through 2020 and then the. Uh, you know the the Netflix thing, and yeah. then you know, and this, and then the, the Marvel and the Civil War, and all that stuff, and the Agent Carter. I'm just kind of like, I, the next bit of Marvel news that comes out, I'm just, I'm not really yeah, excited not about excited it anymore. anymore. So maybe yeah. it's a little oversaturation for me. Yeah, maybe they did too much. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, we'll, we'll see how 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 they execute when they actually come out. I, I agree. I'm sure you know, Adrian Ultron. I'm gonna be you know on top of the table talking about Marvel, <laughs> but Squeeze. right now I just, I just, I think I need to see something. I'm just all these stories coming out. Are yeah, kinda like I'm tired of another Marvel. Yeah, the only two things that I'm excited for is obviously Avengers, Age of Ultron, and then the Deadpool movie that's coming out. Uh, I guess. <laughs> De- De- Deadpool's a snooze to me, too. Yeah. Uh, Alright, Alexis, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at atorres890. You can also find us on our, find me on our sister network at AfterBuzzTV on FaceOff, The 100, and I'm trying to, oh, and Castle. That's a lot. There it is. Yeah. Uh, where can we find you, sir? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Akili Shine. What about you, man? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe K. Braswell and our sister station, AfterBuzz, on the blacklist.com uh, and blacklist.com. Blacklist After Buzz After Show. Thank you for joining us for BHL's Geek Nerd Tech. We'll see you next week. 
from producers Maria Menounos, Dario Christian, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.